But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! Now it's recording, yes. Yes, I am James. It's not important. He is Patrick. Hi, hi, James. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, it is Dude, one of the worst intros maybe ever. Yeah, it was really bad. I mean, worse than the when I tried to do like the Speedy Gonzalez intros. Like, yeah, they, yeah, that didn't go over well. No, no, it was bad. Uh, so it's episode ninety-two. Uh, Oakland, yeah, Oakland, <laughs> Oakland sweep time time. Yeah, the uh, the uh, the Astros. Are who we thought they were, or are, or is, or whatever the proper tense is. So I have some thoughts on that road trip uh, the, earlier this week, earlier whatever, earlier last week. Like, but do you want to say something nice about our sponsors leading into it, so we yeah. can get that out of yeah. the way and go no, ahead? I'll, I'll be very succinct with this. Bravado Spice. They, uh, oh, I still need to pick our contest winners. We didn't even do that. We're doing that after the show. I'll do it. We'll pick some winners. Um, and I'm not picking any favorites. Anybody who's ever kissed up to me, you're not getting anything. It's going to be all new people. Yeah. So, let's try Craig Harmon. Unlucky. Um, just kidding. You want, you're going to win as well. Um, yeah, yeah. No, Craig Craig needs to win. Yeah. He, he, he's won. He's, well, I've picked him a, uh, probably a couple times, I feel like. But <laughs> I'll do it again just because I'm a... I like to, I do play favorites. It's just kind of how I roll. So Bravado Spice, it's a good hot sauce company. They uh, they have the margarita mix. They have serrano and basil, which we talk about every week because that's the only one. That's not like the only flavor we eat. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll I'll, I'll throw a straw it's, it's, in it. It's the best, and they win awards with it. Um, they have the new creamy herb. I have some of it. I haven't tried it yet. No, it's good. Is it good? See, I'm the seeing the bad boy of sauces. You never know when I'm going to try it. <laughs> You never know, and I uh, haven't done it yet. No, but will I probably soon? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Who knows? But yeah, they have creamy herb. It's that's good. It's Bravado Spice. They're they owe us a ton of money, but uh, we're going to continue to do these spots for whatever reason, just because we're I guess we're gluttons for punishment. So Bravado Spice, Bravado Spice. I was I was, I was trying to do I was going to do a Chris Christopherson sailing parody, but um. It's very difficult to do. But anyway, it's Bravado Spice. This is the spoken word version. It's the spice of your life. Of your life. Of your life. Bravado Spice. Yeah, two, you know, two things. It's Christopher Cross did sailing, not Chris. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, meant. So, yeah, man, Chris, yeah, I'm talking about Chris Cross. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it was Chris Cross. I don't know about you. Yeah, that's what I meant. I Chris Christopherson, I immediately was like, that's not right. Also, also. Sailing's the- a very underrated song, and also NSYNC has an incredible cover of it that nobody gives respect to. What? Uh, I need the it was, yeah, it was only JC Shazay singing it, who was the greatest voice of the of NSYNC, and people need to respect him. No, it's a, an incredible cover. You know, I yeah, there there's a JC Shazay song that I have definitely karaoke in front of my my wife's parents, my wife, and my grandparents, wife. Uh, and it's called "Blowing Me Up." And uh, it, blowing me up with your love. Such yeah, a good song. Like yes, the drumline soundtrack. Yeah, I love that song. Goes. Yeah, it's so it goes so hard. It's, I, but it is very sexual and um, <laughs> it has some very questionable lyrics. But that's okay. It's a good choice for you. Yeah. No, it was definitely fine. No, for me no. To you're on that the phone all night long. Yeah, that one. That's yeah, so no, good. Such a good song. No one. Every now and then, I'll I'll try out a tweet. Uh, that I that I did a, a few years ago, where I was like, only real Astros fans know when we had J. A. Hap, uh, J. B. Shuck, J. C. Shaze, J. D. Martinez, and <laughs> really, that's really funny. And no one, <laughs> only no a, one says anything. There's a very small amount of people that are like, who is who is the third one? Like no one, yeah. no one gets it. They're like they don't really. Do they under, I wonder if they know that. I wonder when when Justin Timberlake sold a soul to the devil and joined <laughs> Illuminati. Like how much effort they had to put into destroying J.C. Chazé's career because J.C. Chazé 
his voice, like, and, and this is no disrespect to Justin's talent, but J.C. Chazé had the best voice in that group, and it was as is incredible, and just never, it was, his career was railroaded. So true, like that was the that blowing up. That was the only song, even in that album, is it, it's okay. But I mean, his voice was so good; he deserved better. Like he's, uh, I, I saw a video the other day. I was I was watching it. It was like him and uh, Richard Marks wrote um, "This I Promise You," which was that big in sync song. And he bring, it, and he brings J.C. Shazay out to sing it with him. I'm just like, J.C., like, he's like not singing anymore. He's probably just singing at his church. <laughs> they definitely- hear J.C. sing, Lord, I lift your name on high every week. <laughs> he's just out there. It's, oh, here comes J.C. Lift high the cross. For love. It's like, oh, okay, singing lift high the cross. All right, J.C. <laughs> J.C. Shazay is definitely Our two favorite J.C.s, we got Jesus Christ and we got J.C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, just, yeah, he's, just, he's just like, a, he's just the music director at his... At his community church. A, yeah, non-denominational for sure because of his past, yeah, which is yeah, a little the problematic. Whole band and you have to have, it's got to be somewhat decent music. You can't, <laughs> it's got to be non-denominational. That's the only churches that have the good music. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just out there just singing like, yeah, just, Lord, it's just Lord, I lift your name on high every week. And, and then he'll just, every once in a while, he'll do a special performance. It's just like a great third day song. <laughs> Just killing it out there. He's like, tonight I'm doing, he's doing, D- JC's doing DC talk. All right. Well, I'm tuning in. <laughs> oh, so funny. Shout out to that. Shout oh. out to JC. Just out there killing But yeah, so the Illuminati and the devil ruined his career and, and it, he should be respected. And he, he actually has a, a Christian parody and it's blowing me up with your love, but it's about Jesus. <laughs> it's about the light. It's about the light. Not about, not about having a horny girlfriend. It's about, it's about blowing me up with the light of the Lord, the love of the, the Lord. Oh. Anyways, talk some Astros baseball. Well, I'm done. Anyway, shout out to JC Shazay. We miss you. We, uh, we're sorry <laughs> that your career was railroaded by the Illuminati and the devil. <laughs> nope, we're done. Uh, that's that's the that's episode ninety two. Uh, well. That's just episode ninety two. Blowing me up with your love. <laughs> song though it has so it's a, it really is a banger because it has like he, he like switches up the uh his cadence so like it's kind of rappy in the beginning and then he does the his the, the the chorus is very soul soulful it's like oh it's so good i'm gonna we should just play it for the whole episode uh, it's fine i'm gonna listen as soon as as soon as we're done which will be here in about 30 seconds like I, that's all i'm gonna listen to <laughs> oh Oh, best. on the phone with me all alone. Lonely, alone. Yeah, it's really good. All right, shout out to Jay Z. All right, we're, let's, get, let's go. To, let's go to baseball. Uh, Ken Oxygen tight F forty five. I have to give them a good spot. I have to go there and do my workout. Which it's over. No, you, there's no more spots. Like, uh, yeah. So uh, that's not exercise. This is exercise. Uh, uh, follow me at F forty five Edo. I'll give you information later. That's uh, that's all we got for now. All right, move on. All right, so the Astros swept the A's, and today was I, I was hollering. I don't know. I don't know what your reaction was. Well, I was I was I was on the air during the, during the game. I had it on, so I was having to I was having to like fist pump on, uh, especially for like the late like the Tony Kemp on. But um, that that's a it was a resilient win, and that's that's why they are the best team in Major League Baseball, and they should be respected at all times that they can do that. See, I feel I feel like last year they would have absolutely lost that game. They, they last year they would have for whatever reason. I mean, and, and it, it, for for I mean, it, it was it would have been something stupid, but I mean, it was a a total. Well, would, they would have lost eight to six. They wouldn't have got that run back, or maybe they did get. Maybe Tony Kemp would hit that home run, but they wouldn't. They would. They hit into a double play with the bases loaded when you thought you were going to win it. Yeah. No. Exactly. And and I I tweeted this earlier, but like. Everyone thinks Aledmus Diaz is going to be the new Marwin, and no, Tony Kemp is the new Marwin, and Aledmus Diaz is, you know, just sort of the filler that can play wherever, whenever you need him to. Well, no, it's just, well, it's just but it's a different. I, I, I think that the fans, they, they put their own expectations and their own wants on the team and on him, and and possibly Wade Miley as well. So with with the Michael Brantley with signing Michael Brantley, you don't you don't need Mar you don't need a Marwin. You need a guy that can play some infield positions, which Diaz can play. So he's yeah, gonna no. give, he's going to give you Altuve, Bregman, and Correa, and uh, and you see them playing around with first base with Reddick and 
So we'll see what happens with first base. But that's all he's going to do. He didn't have to go play left field. Um, and bat the bats are pretty comparable. Or they're possibly for for Diaz. He's not going to be able. He's not going to play seven positions or whatever it is at, at an elite level like Marwin can. But Diaz, I mean, he was a an all star his rookie year. He he. I don't know. I I, I think that he uh, he, he plays some great. He has some great defense. He he can play. He's not. He's no slouch. Well, I and think for the for the in terms of the contracts, he's. It's exactly what you would want. I, he's a he's a perfect play. I, I don't I don't know what I don't I don't know why people are. So, I guess people love Marwin so much that they're projecting onto to Diaz. But like I I don't I don't I don't get it. Well, I mean I mean everyone loves Marwin. I mean from from and of course they do. I do too. Yeah, I do too. But and I mean, but it, but it's that's like a seven year long relationship that that got broken up with like fairly abruptly. I mean from from breaking up Darvish's no you know perfect game. However long ago that was, it was a while ago, and then you know he sort of that mati- grand slam in that Rangers game, the all of his uh, everything in the postseason. No, he's a hero, and we'll lo- we will love Marwin Gonzalez forever. He's a he is a Houston Astros legend, but that doesn't mean he has to be in the future plans. And he and it, he he played himself into a contract that the Astros weren't willing to pay, and I've got to respect that. Yeah, and 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 to be fair, Diaz didn't exactly impress uh, last weekend, the opening weekend, but he was probably thinking like, oh. Oh, crap! I got to be Marwin. I mean, maybe he wasn't. He just had a bad weekend. But today, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad he got a home run. That was a big shot. That that was nice. The the dugout went nuts, and Julia Morales tweeted out some pictures. Like, you got to love this bunch, man. They yeah, really ride so for fun. their guys, even the new guys. Like, they're all on board. They're you know? So, yeah. They're, no, they're they're so fun, and and that's that's what the Astros. That that's the. That's the culture that they've cultivated. Like they're they're just a it, fun it, it, group. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, they're they're fun and and even like Brian McCann, who I thought was not fun, like really enjoyed his time. And he had to. It makes it makes those guys younger. Like Brian McCann was probably like he's just worrying about mortgages and refinancing <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> You know, just 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 stuff that you do as an older person. He's like got a new hobby. He's into model airplanes or something. He builds ships and models. Yes. In. And uh, what I was going to say earlier was that I'm I'm pleased to announce that Club Astros is still very much alive. And um, so I don't know. I don't know if anybody. No, you know, no. I, I thought, I thought... About it. It, it still happens. It's happening right now. And uh, Sean Bajani, who I who was on the air with today, is doing some of the some of the clubhouse reporting and he talked to Michael Brantley about club Astros and he was like, yeah, he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, that's something different. Um, because <laughs> Cleveland's it's, a bunch it's, of it's, racists. It's very, it's very, da- it's very dangerous in here with the, when that, when the fog's on, you cannot see anything. It's very dangerous, <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. And like, so he's loving it, but he was not, even Michael Brantley was not prepared for like, for the level of hype that, uh, that they're uh, that they're still putting out. Yeah, no, and and because Michael Brantley's coming from like Club Indians, which they he's just, coming like, from yeah Club Indians, which is just hell. They just tell racist. Yeah, jokes. you just go. The devil comes in and says like, "This is how you steal souls." <laughs> Everybody's just like taking notes, like okay, and then you're in Cleveland. The water's on fire. You don't know if it's if it's their river or if it's the river sticks. Yeah, and, just, and just Cleveland. Yeah, you can't. There's no clubs in Cleveland. Trevor it's Bauer, just Drew Carey, like narrating the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Trevor Bauer is like randomly masturbating at people. Like he, no, I don't know about, I don't know about that. No, he not, is. He is. He totally. No, is. He's, he's just like reading out of a, a sophomore year chemistry book. <laughs> he's reading, reading science experiments. He's like, well, first you want to take the beaker, and then you want to take the Bunsen burner. <laughs> And everybody's like, shut up. And then he talks about his drones again, and everybody's like, oh. And then he masturbates at people. Then he masturbates at he masturbates. That, that could be as as bad as my Cole Hamels. Like, <laughs> it's great, it's great too, but that's pretty, that's that's out there. Good good job on that one. Uh, you know, uh, you're going to regret this when, when you listen back if you do, but yeah, that's great. No, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna ride with that. Uh, so, it was. So anyway, so yeah, so yeah, the Astros are great. We, they're, they're World Series champs again. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, no, it's, it's done. Um, the so let's let's talk real quick because you, uh, it happened since we last recorded, uh, the Ron Culpa game. Oh my God! What a disaster is Ron Culpa? And uh, first of all, first of all, tell me, like, because I was I was watching it and I was like, well, <laughs> okay. 
Uh, like, I was white guy mad, where I was just kind of, like, chuckling to myself and gesturing to no one in particular. Oh, yeah, that's um, white guy mad, yeah. What, what was the, uh, your media now, so, so... Okay, no, that's, I'm really not, I, I don't, I don't really, no, I'm not. You just dropped Sean Biagiani, so... Your well, that's media. what I did the show with, that's Biagiani's my dude, like, that's yeah. he's, yeah, we did, so I did the show today with him, so... Yeah, so... so I, I'm not media, he's media. Okay, so let's, let's talk about... I'm the guy that Grande was like, yeah, we don't respect podcasts as a, uh, <laughs> as, as a true thing, so I can't give you a press pass, and then he blocks me, <laughs> he didn't really block me. But <laughs> I was like, "What?" Shout, shout out to Stephen Grande out there killing it for PR for the Astros. But anyway, um, a great job. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so no, let's let's yeah, uh, culpa. Like, what's that guy's issue? Like, uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about that game. Yeah, was he? Ha- okay, I, I'm not I'm not going to give him benefit of the doubt because it was one of the worst performances. And I do say performance, and I mean and I mean that word. I, I what, what is he doing? He, he just shot yes. up the list of hated umpires, and I, I hate Joe West, and we all we all hate Joe West. We all hate Angel Hernandez, but this was like a different kind. This was like a <laughs> war with the umpire. Like he would call a, a strike and then glare at the dugout. Yeah, was he just having a bad day? And he it was cause some days you have those days where if so, anybody says something, it's on. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I have those days where, like, I don't care who it is. I was like, somebody, you better not say something to me today. Like, today's not the day to fuck with me. Yeah. Like, and it it felt like he was one of those days, but just pushing Stasi, just, I mean, just like he wanted a fight. He wanted to throw people out. He wanted to. It was. I haven't. I've never seen anything like that. No, I mean, like Joe. Yeah, Joe West will have a bad game. Oh, but yes, he makes terrible calls. But I've never seen Joe West wasn't out there posturing like this. This was a. This was something that it, it, the calls are one thing because it's subjective, and we can all talk about that. But it's 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 the uh, it was the attitude and the sass and the the seemingly wanting a fight and and wanting lo- looking for confrontation. That's the part. That's the thing that ha- that has no place. Especially in baseball, but in any sport. But I mean, that's you want to talk about a guy trying to make the game about them. No, that's exactly. I mean, what I can it was. do what I want. I mean, what is he, Cartman? He got, he's just Cart. He was just Cartman. <laughs> I think God, I do what I want. Screw <laughs> you guys. I'm going. I mean, that's what. It's pretty much what he was doing. I've seen like six minutes of South Park in my entire life, so I understand that joke, and that's very funny. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to acknowledge that the joke's funny. But yeah, he really was being Cartman, though. Just like. I mean that's exactly what he was doing, and I, I don't I don't understand it, and it just that has no there's no place in the game for anything like that. I mean I mean, that, I mean that was just I mean that was Garrett Cole, a very even keeled guy, doesn't lose his temper, like a guy that just doesn't show too much emotion, just takes care. I mean he was livid. Yeah, you you catch George Springer on the field, Mike yelling, "This up doesn't know how to fucking call a game." Which was fantastic. Yeah, it was Did you, great. You catch that, and then Jeff Blum goes, "Well, the field mics work." <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. So, yeah, Blum and Callis are killing it this year. By the way, I, I have to give them a shout out. They are they are killing it with the broadcast. They're doing a good job. It's in- funny. It's entertaining. They've gotten somehow gotten better, and I just wanted to give them a shout out because Jeff Blum just so good. I want to, and I want to. We don't have to talk about this, but I thought Bagwell. Everyone was like ripping on Bagwell last night. Bagwell was freaking fantastic last night. I was uh, yeah I was I, I was at the game. You were at the game. Uh, yeah, so I didn't get to hear him. Um, I did see Bagwell and his and his lady uh, Friday night, and they she's looking pretty good. <laughs> good for good for Baggy. He was he was freaking fantastic, and and he was and, and we'll get back to Ron. Mea culpa, Ron, Ron, me, me, a culpa. Uh, here in a minute, but but for anyone who was like ripping on Bagwell, no, it was it was the. If you wanted to hear a conversation between two major league, uh, and Blum was not a major league legend, but but you want to hear like, he, but he played a long time. Blum, Blum, he's not, he's not, he's not Jeff Bagwell, who's he wasn't competing for MVPs, but Jeff Blum needs to be respected as a as a guy that played a long time and was a, and he did. I mean, Jeff Blum wasn't he was he was no chump. No, he and he did real damage against this franchise, and to say yeah, that we've all punished for that, and we shouldn't let him off for the hook for, for just because he works here. <laughs> to say that 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 he hurt our feelings uh, and made us cry, uh, he, and, did. he absolutely did, and still and still is a beloved part of this organization. Like that's a credit to him. 
and and he should be respected for that. But but sure. it was just too. If you ever wanted to, if you're, it's like you were getting a haircut, and there were two legends or or two like veterans doing doing their thing. Like that was that it was it was really fun to listen to, and that's what I did last night. And and if you didn't like that, because if you thought Bagwell wasn't paying attention to the game, there was no reason to pay attention to the game last night. It's early. It's the it's the first Saturday home game. In April, like you just just listen to the two baseball dudes tell stories and enjoy yourself. Like if screw you, yeah, no, I I completely agree with you, and and I'm I'm glad that they're still letting him do that a little bit and work that out because there was Bagwell's. He's always been super shy. Like from what from what I know about Bagwell is that he's a he's a really cool dude and everybody likes him, but he's not he's not a gregarious guy. So like when he was first starting out in the booth, he didn't sound great. No, it was kind of it was it was like it was very uh, you know soft spoken and kind of monotone. But he's as he's he's gone on, especially with Blum kind of bringing it out of him. Blum just doing that the, the clubhouse talk, like you know talking some shit, make poking some fun. Like it kind of brings out the best in Bagwell. Like and I I want to hear stories. I want to hear inside baseball stuff. I don't need color commentary from Bagwell. I don't need to, I don't need to hear. I just don't. I just don't. I want to hear stories about no, when he was playing yeah. and his take on it. And then that's you're completely right. So I didn't. I didn't hear him, but I, I know that as last year he was Bagwell was getting better in the booth, and they were doing more of those just talking, just talking about when they were playing and what it was like, and and that's how he would put his he would kind of put his stamp on the game, as saying how he would do it and how it was. And then they went from there. So uh, shout out to Bagwell for that. Yeah, no, I would. He still has a dumb. He he still looks like the Hetfield from Metallica. (laughs) He definitely likes the same goatee, same hair. It's just like, all right, man. I guess that's just what you're going to do. But that's that's irrelevant to the Mm -hmm. fact that he's uh, he's an Astros legend, and I'm glad he's he's sticking around. They're keeping these guys. BGO is down there with his plaid shirt on and blazer. They were all everybody's. they're, They're staying around, and that's. That's great. Everyone's doing what they. Everyone's acting like they were when they were an Astro, and and I I, I still feel like Bagwell was sort of like a, a bro, and Biggio was a, and not that he's more professional, but Biggio. No, he was more professional. Biggio was just one of those guys that, like, yeah, he was the lunch pail guy. Yeah, and and but I mean, Bagwell was like talking crap about Lance Bergman, and it was really he. he yeah, oh, Frank, did you call him a bigot? <laughs> he did. Dude, we, all, we all liked Puma, but then he started just hating gay people and, and throwing out derogatory terms. And we we're like, man, we can't can't allow this, and that's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I, I honestly, I honestly hate that. I, I honestly hate that that he that he has that uh, that viewpoint of the world because Bergman was absolutely my favorite player, and he's out there just with his antics and uh, that. He was eating the Twinkies when they were throwing them at him when he was in playing the Cubs. Just like Bergman yeah. was seemingly like this fun-loving guy that everybody loved, but all the whole time he was just hating gay people. <laughs> just uber, just so Republican uh, for sure. I mean, he. I mean, yeah, he's from. I mean, he's from Central Texas. I mean, I, I get it, but come on, man. Uh, yeah. All right. He's so he's from the same town Cliff Kingsbury's from, and Cliff Kingsbury's out there with a with a Ryan Gosling headache and he, or ha- haircut, and he's sitting there. <laughs> and it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> Just saying, Bronfels, you don't have to be. You don't have to be Republican, or you don't have to. Not even Republican, just a bigot, not yeah. Republican. So, I want to loop two in together because they're not one and the same. Just stop. Yeah, stop hating. Um, so okay, Ron Culpa, no, definitely made it. Made everything about himself, and it's like it's like he caught his his wife like looking at porn or yeah, or like, watching watching AJ Hinch have sex. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it looked like, and yeah, he sorry, was just I'm sorry for saying that, everybody. That was even though it's a pleasant. We're all we're all picturing it. We're all like, yeah, AJ Hinch is a very good looking person. We all <laughs> love, love picturing it. He's a verifiably hot dude. We can't we cannot deny the fact that AJ Hinch is he's cool. He's sexy. We, we love him as our manager. What? We do. Sorry, I blacked out. What was I talking about? Hey, it doesn't matter. Uh, so Rotten Culpa is a piece of crap, and nothing's going to happen to him because he's an umpire, and that's there. There are no repercussions. Yes, uh, and, and, you know it, it's very. There's no repercussions for them, which is stupid. They've always been as they're just as almost as powerful as the Teamsters. They're they're like <laughs> their union is just as scary. They're they're powerful, and um, they yeah they they protect their own. But the thing is that I've never 
thought that I would be in the school or the camp that said, I'm rooting for the robots. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, uh, the subjective thing has got to go. So, so every the, the strike zone subjective. Every umpire has a different one, and then we it's you're not allowed to argue what their different thing is of the thing that you know what it is is. So you can't argue it. I was like, I mean, well, what is this Russia? <laughs> we played under Putin's rules. Yeah. I was like, yeah, bring on the robots. I've never rooted for the robots. Now I want them. I was like, yeah, bring on all the robots. Get all the umpires out of there. I'm sick of it. It's dumb. I'm tired. Just get the calls right. It's enough's enough. So I teach I, I teach with a guy that that does some umpiring at the high school level and that's not the same at all. But but I was yeah, asking it I, is. It actually is the same game. It, it is the same thing. It's it is. No, it, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And and I was like, what? And he's a Rangers fan because he's okay. From, never mind. It's not the same thing. Well, no, he's from up here, and I was like, hey. <laughs> it's not the same thing. I was like, hey, what do you think? And he was like, no. I mean, he went out looking for a fight, and and he's like, I, I hate you and your entire existence, but, uh, you know, but that was, uh, everything about that was wrong. Like, if uh, you, I don't, you can't have the other art, you can't have the other viewpoint. Anybody watching that, if that happened and it was going against, say it was today, and it was against the A's, which they were trying to make it, even though that Blake Trinan can't throw a strike. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yes, so I, I would, I would still be like, yeah, that was I, not unacceptable. I think baseball fans are at least. I would, I hope that baseball fans, even those racists in Boston, can can understand when you're when you're watching something, you're like, yeah, that's not right. Like the the game is bigger than whatever this umpire is doing. Like it, you can, we can all agree that that was wrong. Yeah. Even stupid Texas Rangers fans that have no idea how the rules of the game, they don't know how it works. They, I mean, we're surprised. I'm surprised they're smart enough to even get to the stadium to watch it. <laughs> well, I mean, even, if, if you watch, those- if you watch, Ron, <laughs> if you watch Ron Culpa do that for like a an Angels Mariners game, like you, you would be, like, yeah, you'd be like, what is this? You would think like, what, what the, the hell? Like, is this, is, is officer, is this Frank Drebin? Are we watching Naked Gun? <laughs> right. is, he back, is he back there, like trying to like assassinate the Queen of England? Yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's no. There is no situation where where anyone who who appreciates the game or or even is like who likes baseball thinks that's okay. It's not okay. Yeah, it's not okay. So yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised that there aren't repercussions because that was so bad that even it's it's a bad look for Major League Baseball. And usually it takes it being a bad look for the game as a whole for them to to take action. So I'm surprised that they didn't. Well, there's no there's no consequences. I mean. Angel Hernandez. But he, but he, he, touched, he touched a player. So how come if, if if Stassi did that same thing to him, he's ejected and he's suspended for a week and he's fined a an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he pushed him away and it, and it was like I'm not gonna. Say, it was not playful, but it wasn't like he was trying to fight him. But he still he touched a player. Yeah. No. So he. Dismissed. So like, if you're gonna go, you if the players can't do this, like you can't argue balls and strikes, you can't touch an umpire, all these things. If he can do it back to him, then that's bullying, and that's just taking that's a power that's taking advantage of your power. That's it's it needs to be addressed. It absolutely needs to be addressed. But it won't be because no, it'll be thrown in the annals of baseball history, down with the Altuve replay and the uh, the phantom weird on the rails Fenway hit by. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Yep. It'll just be thrown in the Astros like when what we tried to screw over the. Well, I don't know why. Why are we the enemy? Why, why? Why does baseball hate the Astros? I think it's Luno. I I really do. I think I think it's the entire like mindset of the front office. Oh, they hate that they've changed. They've revolutionized the game, and now the whole game, now the whole league is like that. They're like fucking fucking Astros well, front office. It's not. It's not the revolution. It's the like smart people are are running shit, and, and they should be. That should be every field and every business and every aspect of life. Smart people should be running shit. No, but but dumb people hate smart people, and yeah, because dumb people are dumb. Dumb people are dumb, and but, that's why I'm gonna go. Let me put go on the record and say, yeah, dumb people, they're dumb. <laughs> but I, but I, I. And, and, and I don't think Ron Culpa like went out thinking like, "Oh, I'm dumb. I I don't like the smart guys." But, but no, was he? I mean, was did Culpa call the game that that Hinch got thrown out in spring training? 
No, no, that was no, Angel. So, so that was he Angel didn't have, there's no bad blood. I'm wondering if he saw that and he just had like, he was like, oh, if Hitch pops off of me, I'm, I, I think it was a, he had a, he was having a bad day and he just wasn't having any bullshit. And the, and the Astros dugout was probably yapping at him, which rightfully so. And that could there be. Some but terrible if, calls. And, and he just, and normally that shit goes, it's just water under the bridge. But for whatever reason, he couldn't ignore it. And then it became where it's just like, oh, fuck these guys. And then I, I don't think he could, he could help himself. No, I think that's right. But if, if you're... I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not like a pudgeon for him. I, it was terrible. I just, I think there was, I, I don't know. I've never heard the name Copa before. I, he wasn't on my list of, of umpires that I've been, I've been watching. So, I mean, it's... Normally, it's people with a track record. You're like, all right, I, I expected this. It was like a, an anomaly. Well, it remains to be seen. I don't know if it is an anomaly, but, I mean, we'll see. Well, uh, Carl Everett, uh, in, two, in, the, in, two, in the 2000 season, Carl Everett got ejected and fined and suspended for headbutting him. So, shout-out oh, to, yeah. to Astros but, legend but, Carl Everett. But, but I, Carl Everett, was a, he is a, uh, a noted hothead. <laughs> no, 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 could, could fly off the the handles a little bit, but 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 now 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 that you say that and I seeing what he did there, uh, was he, Carl Everett a hothead? We don't know. He's ahead of his time and ahead of his time, pun intended or unintended. I <laughs> got it. Uh, you know, I think that I mean, if if Angel Hernandez is your ride or die, like oh they they screwed over, they they made Angel Hernandez look bad. I gotta stick up for my craft like that. It, no, no. That's what umpires do. That's that's why that's why they're bad. Is that they're loyal to their own, which on some level I respect. Like the the crews where they're just like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna protect my other guy. But that's it's at the expense of the game integrity <laughs> of the game. Well, it is, but it's at the expense of the integrity of the game and at some team. Yeah. I, I get trying to protect your guys and saying that and that you're in a union, you're together, it's you versus the world, but you have a job to do, and your job is to not impose your will on games. It's to just be a, a right and wrong. And baseball isn't football. It's not. It's not where you have to deal with pass interference and stuff every play where there's something you could call but you don't. Baseball is very black and white, and it it shouldn't be this difficult. They should be able to get the calls right in baseball, and they have the technology. And they've got the manpower. They're just not doing it. And yeah. Just be just like, and they're and they're just claiming, well, uh, there's always been human error in the game. There probably always will be. So we're just going to leave it at that. It's like, no. I, I'd like the team that wins to win. The strikes that are strikes to be strikes, and the outs to be outs that are outs. I mean, come on. It, it goes back too to too much to ask to just get it right in the game that we're all watching and that we're playing. That the guys are playing. Like, can we just maybe just get it right and yeah. not worry about pride and who called what? Just get the fucking call right. If that's it, why I want robots. That's why I'm out here. Twenty twenty. I want. I'm out here for robots. I want AI. <laughs> I want. I want the short circuit. I want Johnny Five to to be behind the plate. I want. <laughs> I want cameras everywhere. I want a big. Big Brother camera, just watching the whole field. I want you have the technology, get it, get the call right. Enough of it. It's stupid. It's stupid to have bat the calls that teams are screwed over. That Altuve play last year is, I mean, that's re- so ridiculous. I can't even. I'm, I'm still mad about it. Yeah, no. I mean, if if you if if we have better technology than the people deciding the game, I I, I was watching it. I mean, everyone was watching it at home. Right. Especially like Altuve, but it, I mean, if if you have technology on your broadcast that is yes. that I, is better yes. than I, what the the guy deciding the outcome of the game has, well, like they that's should a be problem. Made privy to that information, if, if if the broadcast shows something, if we all see it and it's what happened, and they couldn't see it, they need to be made. They need to be informed that hey, uh, yeah, all these millions of people watching the game saw something else. So maybe you should. Tell the fucking guy sitting in a in a dark room in Secaucus, New Jersey, <laughs> or whatever the hell, wherever the hell that's. I think that's NBA, but uh, that's no, like no, no, you're right. That's MLB. They're, yeah. all, all, they're all in Secaucus. Um, it's like it's like, yeah, it's the, it's the review capital of the world. It's just one guy. He's for all sports, <laughs> and he can't. He can't. He obviously can't handle it. But uh, yeah, if the broadcast <laughs> catches it, there is no excuse for the on the field to, to not get it right. I, there just isn't. Yeah. So, so fuck fuck Culpa. Get get out of get out of my face. Uh and the Astros will still win the 2019 World Series. It's probably true. Um so today's game, 
uh, Brad Peacock and uh, yeah. name it, name an A's pitcher. Name an A's pitcher, which you probably can do because uh, I can't name an A's pitcher. Uh, decided to play a game of who sucks, who sucks less, and but the Astros still came out ahead, and that was awesome. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was a defining game. You gotta be encouraged by that. They beat the that A's bullpen was lights out. If you had to do Trevino and Trinan was a you're done for. So you're down eight six. So you get you get a, a Kemp home run off Trevino, or Trevino, whatever you Trevino, whatever. I don't know. You, say it however you want. I'm, I'm not I'm not a ling, a linguist. Alex Trebek, yes. But uh, the SCP, and then you have try you have a, a, a somewhat of a, a Trinan meltdown. Um, yeah, no. You give up a bait. You give up a. What's it, Springer? Do you hit a double to lead off? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It, it's all running together right now. Anyway, or, yeah, so anyway, so he gives up two hits. You get the. Or Springer had the. Maybe he had the infill hit. Uh, anyway, so you load the bases and then you uh, then you walk in the run. Not not a great look. That probably won't happen again <laughs> by him. No. I mean, so the back end of that A's bullpen is like the only. That's where all their talent is, pitching wise. So uh, yeah, I mean that's that A's team. Uh, looking at their lineup, that I went I, I went Friday night and I went I went yesterday, and that's a that's a decent ball club. I, I, I forget about that. They, they have Kendris Morales. You know, you got Jerks and Profar, you got Simeon, then you got Chris Davis who's hitting one ninety something, but he already has five home runs. Yeah. You've got you know, you've got Piscotti. I mean that that's a that's a scrappy ball team and ball club and that's a that's a team that can that can win some games and it's gonna annoy a lot of people. That I, I didn't I didn't picture their lineup being as good as it is, but I mean it it's it definitely is. You've got uh what's his name? The Laureano. He's been he's been killing it. Uh, the, the A's have a good ball club, so if they had any semblance of a pitching staff, starting wise, they would be a, they'd be they'd be a problem. But they don't. No, if I if if I was a, a baseball, if I was getting interested in baseball and I wanted to pick a team to to follow and enjoy, like the the A's would be right up there. Like why I was, well, why I, I saw you tweet that, but why would they? No, the, the, they're just a. I mean, there's there's no. There's no drama. Like there's, they just play hard. And if you watch the A's from a completely unobjective uh, point of view, like there's, what's not to like about the A's? Like no, I, there's, there's nothing to not like. I, I, I'm saying that, but that's, I would argue that's what the Houston Astros are. Well, yeah, and, I, they've won a World Series, so they they're they're in this like new, this new upper echelon. Uh, Front runners, and they're all these superstars. And now Bregman got paid, and they're all rich now. But the, the Astros are, are a fun-loving bunch. I can't imagine being a, a person on another team and, and looking at the Astros and being like, "Fuck those guys!" Like they're so fun. They're so they ripped Altuve's shirt off today over after a walk-off walk. Yeah, like it's so much fun. They have Club Astros. Like it's a it's such an easy team to root for. And and granted, I there is some bias there. Well, but, of course, but, but but they're not. We're not. I I can recognize a villain when there's a villain. It's not. You know I mean? and, and the villain's not the A's. Like, no, 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 no. It's it's the same old people. It's the Texas Rangers, and even though they're not good, and the Mariners. The Mariners, we, I just don't respect them. No, the, the AL the AL West. I mean, the Mariners. Like, congratulations to the Mariners on winning your second consecutive like April. AL West Championship, like the Mariners are. But yeah, the Astros have like they've had one good April ever, and that's when they won the World Series, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Ever. So I mean, screw the Mariners, but but I feel like no, t- the Mariners. The Mariners don't have they don't have the juice to do anything. No, it's it's fun. I'm glad for them. I'm glad for them to win a couple series. That's cute. No. Yeah, no. It's 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 finally like not raining in Seattle. So you're oh, you're still, feeling- still is raining there. Yeah, it's definitely still raining, but it might not rain tomorrow. There's only like a sixty percent chance of rain. In yeah, then they'll get rid of whoever, whatever players playing decent for them now. They're like, yeah, we can't have that. We can't have Paxton <laughs> dominating the best team in the major leagues. Let's just send him to New York. <laughs> but I, I feel Rob like t- Cano get the fuck out of town. <laughs> I feel like today's win, today's win felt a lot like that Minnesota game 
that the Astros won in 2017. That yeah. there was it just there was no. If you were watching, you're like, well, well, this game's over, and and they came back and won. And I, I'm trying to remember. It was like it was early May, I think. Uh, but but they came back from like 12-3 down or something like that. But it it just this today felt like okay. This is more like the 2017 Astros than it was right. the 2018 Astros, where they didn't pull pull today out, and and it. I don't want to ascribe too much importance to a an April seventh win over the A's, but but it. No, yeah, there is importance to it. Yeah, absolutely, I, I completely agree with you. The, these are the little wins that you pick up on that builds character throughout the season. So, like, is it important in the greater scheme of things? No, because they're. Ten games in, twelve games in, whatever they are, were they five and five, four yeah, and five? Yeah, uh, nine games five in. Five and six. Ten, yeah. But yeah, whatever, yeah whatever, the, whatever the number is, I, I don't do math. But, <laughs> it, so, I mean, over, overall, it doesn't mean much. But that little comeback win, when you're dealing with that back end of the bullpen, and on a Sunday afternoon game before the Yankees come in town, that's a that's a big win to pick up. If you pick up, a, you know, you know, 10 to 15 of those games throughout the year, that takes a, that's a 95-win team that takes them to, a, you know, 105 wins. Yeah. So I mean, it's important, and that's where this depth of this team is going to come in. And you're going to have you, they're, you got to deal with. You're going to have to deal with these guys the entire game. Tony Kemp coming in hitting home runs. Yeah, yeah. Production from you have production from everybody. Diaz hitting a home run. You've got Bregman had a couple hits. Altuve. You got. I mean, good luck. Good fucking luck. Yeah. Seriously, if, if when everybody's clicking. I, I just you have Correa having it looks like a, looking like he's gonna have a monster year. He is going to have a monster year. Just just because Daniela's very upset and she's like, "You better, you better, Poppy," and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> I, every every time that Correa he he got out last night, I just kept yelling, "Daniela!" <laughs> I wish she didn't make that video. Yeah, no, that was. Yeah. Like I get, I get where she's coming from, and like it's yeah. Is it fair? Is she Yoko? No, a hundred percent. She doesn't. She has nothing to do with anything. Mm, but but like to, I don't know to about that. The, well, no, to give the internet like doing that just made you what you were defending to begin with. So you don't ever give the internet the satisfaction of anything like that. Oh, that's true. So now she, so now she's like she, and she's not a villain. She's the fiance of Carlos Correa. Like she's not a Danielle's not a villain. She's it's fine. But like don't don't come, go at Astros Twitter and like Twitter and just be like it was. I mean I don't know. Was it fair for the? Uh, ever, I don't want to say us because I don't want to get looped into blaming her. I'm not blaming her for anything. No, it it legitimizes a very illegitimate. But, so, but now, but the, so now, even people who didn't think it like me, I'm yelling Daniela at games just for fun because <laughs> it's hilarious because it's funny and it has and she didn't. I mean, there's, she's not. Would, it wouldn't have even been on the map, but she really isn't. And then she's gonna become like some sort of villain, and she, which is going to uh, just help uh, him be the next shortstop of the New York Yankees. Oh damn! All right, yeah, yeah, probably. But I mean, I don't, I, I don't want him to be. I, I honestly don't, and. Uh, but I, I think George Springer needs to be signed next. I, I think George Springer is deserves a contract. I think that this team gets the most out of him than than if he went somewhere else. Just his personality and just I the way he right. is. Yeah. I, I think he. I think he's a, to keep that nucleus together. And George has been great. He's a World Series MVP. I, I, I think Springer is a, a very important um, signee, and I'd like to see him signed. But we'll, we'll we'll see about that. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, we're not in charge of finances, but but I I think that's I think that's right. Um, he he deserve he deserves it, and I don't know, I, and I think I, I don't know if I would have he would have been the odd man out with me when we and when we've had these we've had these shows where we've talked about like who's the one guy that doesn't get signed, and like ooh I don't know, but Springer he's kind of been the the most consistent. He, I mean, Bregman's had this meteoric rise, and Altuve's a He's a, a Hall of Famer, potentially, probably. Yeah, no, he is. But but all Springer does is contribute and have big hits. And, it, I, it, I, and personality wise, I think there's something to be said for the uh, the personality of the club is indicative of of, of Springer. 
and I think it's very important to, to keep them together, and I think it's mutually beneficial to uh, to keep him around because I don't know if I think Springer with the Astros, with his friends, with the team he came up with, is infinitely better and, and more valuable than if he went somewhere else where he's not. I'm not saying he'd be a bad player somewhere else. I just think you, this team gets the most out of him with his club Astros, with his, with his comfortability. I, th- I think it's important. Yeah, no, I, I think if, if Springer went to, like, Atlanta, like, he wouldn't have the same personality and wouldn't be the same. Wouldn't no, have he'd the be same a subdued role. guy. He'd be kind of in the back, and he kind of, he's like, he's a different guy here. He's been able to, like, live his truth. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So, so Jim Crane, pay everybody. I, I need at least three more World Series. Yeah. Um, what else do we need? Carlos Correa, please don't go to the Yankees. He's probably going to the Yankees. Danielle is already like talking to him. No, he's he's yeah, I'm just like, make, her, make her a villain now, just for no reason. So Danielle, she's already talking with the buckle. They're trying to get they're gonna get a flagship store. They're gonna open up in Times Square. More fedoras. He he definitely has an apartment in Tribeca, like for sure. Yeah, it's like getting the cool part of the Bronx, and it's just like all of like just people with Puerto Rico flags. <laughs> That's, that's that's not as racist as it sounds. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> that's just New York for you. It's just a very multicultural city. Yeah, no, they, they embrace a lot of cultures. All right, so yeah, the Astros are fine. They're going to be good. They're one of the best teams in the league. Anybody who's freaking out, I mean, I don't know. What's there to freak out about? There's nothing. Nothing. Well, I mean, the internet made Josh Reddick get online and, and do an Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Instead of saying relax, he was just like chill. He, he switched it up a little bit, but he was just like, "Hey guys, this scene just started like chill. What the, like fuck? What are y'all do? Oh, shit, what are y'all talking about?" Yeah, that's true. It's like everybody calm down. Like I, it's hard. I, I know we're in a, the era of hot takes and all that stuff, but come on, man. This is a this is a very long season. Like I just, it's too much. Like to freak out over a, a couple of series on the road in in April. I don't know. That's all I got. I think that the and and I was I was waiting for like some like hot soundbite to come there that I could cut this, but it it didn't come. Uh, the, the, the Yankees so don't cut it yet. We got the Yankees coming in town, and like they're there's they're a well kind of the Yankees, part Yankees, Yankees, the injured Yankees. But no, I think there's there's something to be said that you spent six weeks in Florida for spring training, and you got to come home and play two exhibition games against the. Freaking pirates for whatever yeah, reason. All those brawlers are all fighting Yossi Alpui. Yeah, and then and then you go back out to Florida and and, and you, you like, play oh, seven games on the road. Sandwiches. Yeah, and it just like threw everything off. Like you're like, oh, I'm I'm not home. Oh, I'm home. Wait, no. No, I'm, I'm at the trop. I was like, fuck. I, no, I'm in, I a play in a, I'm in a circus tent. It's great. Yeah, I, I play wait. in a parking garage for the next three days and then I gotta go to freaking four days four days and it's terrible and, and they're also a, a good baseball team so you gotta deal with that as well yeah no the the Rays are uh, if they played in any other if the Rays played in the in the AL West like I would be worried I wouldn't no I wouldn't be worried I wouldn't be I'm not you're not scared of the Rays are you no no the, I mean the Rays are they're gonna be one the of Rays those teams the Rays would have done exactly what Oakland did I mean exactly it would have been about the same they, they made no, the because keep in mind, like yes, they had to play the Yankees and they had to play the, uh, the Red Sox, but they also got to play the Baltimore Orioles and they got to play the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. But are so, are yeah, they? Yeah, that's not taking anything away from them. They're, they were they deserved to be a playoff team. They were very good, um, and they were still they were selling off assets. Still, you still they make the deal and they give you know Ivaldi to uh, the Red Sox, and somehow <laughs> they're still win all those games. But I mean they're. They're good. They got a good. They got a good lineup. They got a young nucleus. But yeah, I wouldn't be scared of them. They were in the division. You just be like, they'd be they'd be the A's. They're they're, they're precisely they're exactly the A's. That's a good point. It's a good point. They could still beat you. I don't know. I got, I got nothing. We got the Yankees coming in town. Um, people have put a lot of pressure on this series because it is New York in town. But it's uh, it's a shell of the team. Um, yeah, they look like a. It's gonna be fun to watch. I don't, I don't know. They're the Yankees have the best lineup. On the the most comparable lineup on paper, uh, pitching and, and and batting as well as as the Astros, I think depth wise that's the most comparable team in the uh, 
in the entire major leagues. Well, I mean, well, with Kimbrell and Kelly gone for the Red Sox, they lose the back end of their bullpen. They don't have that that thing. I, the, the, the Yankees have have the best bullpen, arguably, even though the Astros are right up there. But the Yankees, I mean, the Yankees have they have got a that's a that's a some shit we're gonna have to deal with. Yeah, no, no, the Yankees. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. The the Yankees are. When when healthy, and that's a very bolded asterisk. Uh, when healthy, are are the maybe the best team in baseball, but they're not healthy. So this no. is a really good time to catch the Yankees, and maybe shut off you know shut up some random like dude from the Bronx who's in like a tracksuit and gold chains. Well, of course he's in a tracksuit and a gold chain. That's that's part for the course. Yeah, uh, but see yelling all the bodega cats that are biting them. <laughs> they're just not healthy, and that's that's what the Yankees are. Like they're just not healthy. So screw them. And they've always been not healthy. It's always been like that. But I mean, to have like eleven guys on the on the the IL. Yeah, I don't like that. I've moved on. Yeah, I, I'm fine with it. I like it. It's fine. It's fine. The, the injured list. It's fine. They're injured. Uh, it, but it'd be good. You, you you win this series. You can kind of put a thing in the back of the, their heads, like ooh. Well, I, it's, that series, whether they're injured or not, just to have that. It's it, it, just even if it's just in your own in your own thoughts, that own your own comments that you build from it. Like yeah, the Yankees came in and we took care of business. Who cares that it's not your fault that they're hurt? Yeah, you got no. a tree out there. Can't have that. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's it's not a a statement series. It's more of a we caught them at the right time. Like it's it's just it's it's a few games that that you don't have to deal with them at full strength. And let's see how the rest of the season shakes it's out. Fun. It, it is fun though early on just to have. I mean, you have that's a that's a fun series to have. Just anytime you play the Yankees, it's just a different kind of energy. You get all the guys coming out and they're. Uh, and their old Babe Ruth jerseys that they they bought from China. Yeah, everyone from everyone from the Woodlands who's suddenly like from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, they got like it was like, what's on your playlist? It's just Lou Gehrig's speech over and over again. It's like, oh, <laughs> fucking stupid ass Yankee fans. Yeah, of course it's Lou Gehrig's speech <laughs> today. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I consider, consider, consider myself, self, 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 the luckiest uh, since, uh, man nah, 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 in the world. Bro, bro, bro. That's my impression of, of uh, the old speakers. Pretty good. And also uh, the Yankees, uh, the Yankees, Z, 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 R, 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 run, 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 by the devil, okay. Oh, Luke Gary, don't talk about the devil. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, free your sticker stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole!